Hello folks, welcome to another episode of Zonecast. I'm your host Isuru and I have Deshal with me today. Hi guys. So today we have an interesting topic, a more commonly known topic, that is Bluetooth. To share his massive wealth of knowledge about this subject with us today, we have Kasun here. Yeah, so uh, without further delay, let's begin. Welcome to the show. Hi. So, uh, let's start off with the obvious. What is Bluetooth? Uh, Bluetooth is a globally accepted short-range wireless standard for simple and secure connectivity. Over the years, Bluetooth has got faster and has gained features to be more power efficient to meet the needs of IoT devices. And uh, it was inherited by most popular devices such as mobile phones, headsets, keyboards, mouse, printers, and many more devices. For some applications, it acts as a cable replacement technology. Now, uh, Bluetooth is, uh, you know, it seems a funny name for technical thing. Why it is called Bluetooth? Uh, Yeah, actually, it's a funny story. So, (laughs) I'll tell a little bit of history about Bluetooth. So, it was invented by telecom vendor Ericsson in 1994. The main inventor was Dr. Jarp Hatterson and uh, as an ordinary, actually he implemented this technology as an alternative to serial communication cables but with some additional advanced features. Basically, it makes two devices negotiate the terms and conditions of the connection and then communicate with each other. When it comes to negotiation, the best example they came up was the banished Viking king Harald Battlant. Nickname his nickname was Bluetooth. So for this uh, for his negotiation skills, these uh, crea- creators of Bluetooth has decided to choose the name Bluetooth as the technology's name. Now uh, we see Bluetooth almost everywhere, right? In- Mobile devices, laptops, keyboards, even even wearables. Now, why is it everywhere? Yes, the best reason is the Bluetooth is an industrial accepted communication medium. And it also provides a secure connection establishment procedure, which is common to all devices. So, And also, it's used in modern electronic devices such as TVs, radios, computers, mobile phones, printers, and other consumable devices. For example, if you want to connect a keyboard to a mobile phone, it can be easily done using Bluetooth, but only if the keyboard support Bluetooth. And uh, also, if you are a keyboard manufacturer, you can be confident that your Bluetooth enabled keyboard will work with any other devices that support Bluetooth keyboards. So, the product designers and manufacturers use this opportunity and use it as a common platform to develop their add-on devices, such as keyboards and other devices. So, everyone can use a standard medium to design their own products. So, that's why Bluetooth uh, act, uh, act a major role in, in the electronic market. 
so basically bluetooth being a industrially accepted communication medium it means that uh, if if i can build the device that supports bluetooth then if another person builds another device that supports bluetooth our two devices would be able to communicate with each other without much of a hassle that's what you mean yes so bluetooth offers a standard platform so we can create our de- build our devices to we are by using their platform and we definitely know the device will work okay so you said that uh, bluetooth was invented back in 1994 yes so it's been like 23 years to date roughly yeah roughly yeah yes so how has uh, bluetooth evolved over the years in 1994 they released bluetooth version 1 and then uh, after a s- couple of time they had to release bluetooth version 2 with fixing some issues they had with bluetooth version 1 mm-hmm. so it came a uh, KMS BDR which stands for basic data rate and then after some time they released bluetooth version 3 which call which came as EDR that means enhanced data rate and uh, those three versions are categorized as bluetooth classics then they released bluetooth version 4 which is also known as bluetooth smart mm-hmm. the main difference between these two categories is that classic versions of bluetooth focus on higher data rates mm-hmm. from bluetooth version 4 it's f- in version 4 alone focused on blue higher data rate and bluetooth version 4 with uh, low energy focused on power consumption so i believe bluetooth Uh, low energy is a separate feature of bluetooth version 4 yes bluetooth le is a subset of bluetooth 4 okay so uh, so i have a question say now uh, if all the devices follow a common protocol say they all follow a common co- communication protocol how do you identify the specific devices in this uh, network yes bluetooth classics provide a special concept called profiles uh, actually the profiles can interpret different kinds of protocols these profiles represented uh, different applications as well for example you may heard uh, heard about a2dp profile it stands for advanced audio distribution profile it defines the protocols and procedures that realize distribution of audio content in high high quality mono or stereo modes another one is bpp which stands for basic printer profile it defines the requirements for the protocols and procedures that shall be used by applications providing the basic printing usage model uh, when you think about the usage model it includes printing of text emails short messages and formatted documents so uh, i'd like to ask a bit more about ble now how different is it uh, from you know classic bluetooth protocols and uh, what are its practical uses okay the classic bluetooth was originally designed for continuous streaming data applications that means you can exchange a lot of data in close range when it comes to low energy the key difference is the, the low power consumption 
and when you think about how they achieved it the the main sacrifice was the data rate when uh, with bluetooth le's power consumption application can run on a small battery for few uh, four to five years and there are some devices which were certified to run 10 years from a coin cell battery although this isn't ideal for talking on the phone it is vital for applications that only need to exchange small amount of data periodically unlike classic bluetooth however ble remains in sleep mode constantly except for when they are in a connection or in a data transmission the actual connection times are only a few milliseconds unlike bluetooth classics which will take 100 millisecond or more so basically what you mean is like uh, ble goes into sleep much often than the classic bluetooth device yes and also it has a faster connection time yeah it has a faster connection time and uh, it saves power by sleeping okay interesting all right when it comes to practical applications of uh, ble it was the technology was used for a lot of uh, iot applications which needs uh, higher battery life for example you can uh, say blood pressure monitors uh, industrial monitoring sensors such as motion sensors temperature sensors and other well uh, important data they have to measure uh, another example can be taken from geographically based uh, targeted promotions like i beacon and there were some public transportation apps or uh, also already using ble mm-hmm. uh, in summary bluetooth and bluetooth low energy are used for very different purposes bluetooth can handle a lot of data but consumes battery life that means uh, you have to change batteries very frequently and but ble is used for applications that do not need to exchange large amount of data this is small spec uh, a small important data packet will be enough to get the status of the device or the environment and can therefore run on battery power for years and at a cheaper cost so uh, and it also depends on what you are trying to accomplish so you have to, uh, it's like a trade off if you want higher data rate you have to choose classic bluetooth if you want uh, higher battery battery life you have to choose ble ble yes and for our listeners who are interested in iot applications uh, we have a previous episode by uh, danushka which was recorded a couple of months ago uh, you can check out our soundcloud channel to uh, go through this episode if you want to learn more about iot applications as well so kasun uh, now uh, we've established that uh, bluetooth is a, is like an industry norm when it comes to data communication and it's, it's a standard but i believe like uh, there has to be some alternatives to bluetooth when it comes to uh, applications that need to uh, transfer data between devices yes so, there are so are there any uh, alternatives that you know of yes yes there are a lot of alternatives for example i'll take two so uh, the first alternative is wifi so most hobbyist might know there are a lot of wifi modules came to arduino and those modules were tested by many people for data transmission and private networks 
to build private networks but uh, as i said earlier it depends on what are you going to do so wi-fi is better suited for operating full scale networks because it enable faster connections and better range from the basic station and better wireless security than bluetooth so and it has higher data rate as well uh, another alternative will be sigby so sigby is a mesh network protocol it is designed to carry small data packets over short distances while maintaining low power consumption but there are sigby modules uh, which are designed to transmit data to higher distances like 2 kilometers or 5 kilometers it depends on the wireless frequency they used normally bluetooth used 2.4 gigahertz bandwidth mm-hmm. sigby standard sigby's used 2.4 gigahertz and there are sigby's you uh, which are using 900 megahertz or 800 megahertz for higher distance to transmit data to higher distances mm-hmm. so to give our listeners a bit of context uh, if you have a higher gigahertz value that means the distance is lower right yes you can't transmit over longer distances using a higher frequency but once you reduce the frequency your distance automatically increases yes yes um and uh, also as i mentioned earlier the sigby is very good for uh, mesh network topology and uh, the meaning of that is from a single center node travels on a web travel the data travels to a web of nodes there will be multiple nodes that can communicate with each other but in bluetooth there will be a master and many slaves so but in later devices later bluetooth stacks provided by manufacturers they have overcome that limitation and now there are bluetooth 4 devices which can communicate communicate with multiple devices for example so there are some phones apple phones which can connect uh, which can keep connected devices up to 4 and there are some devices which provided from nordic uh, it uh, their stacks can handle up to 8 devices but only a single master the, uh, the master can communicate with many number of slaves that means for uh, for that nordic device it's 8 although there are alternatives there are some re- if you uh, when it comes to power these alternatives doesn't matter if you uh, search for the best power consuming device if you search on google you may see there are a lot of lab experiments has done by microsoft and other institutes which proves that bl is the most power efficient one compared with the other two but you have to sacrifice the data rate so comparatively zigbee has a higher data rate than bl yes uh, but uh, so it's sometimes the reason is ble can achieve higher data rate like 2 mbps 8 mbps like that sigbi mm-hmm. uh, can achieve that as well but it depends on how frequently they transmit because sigbi also target on low power consumption mm-hmm. ble also target on low power consumption in that case they will reduce their capabilities mm-hmm. so even let's say 
BLE can achieve two MBBS, but we are not using that bandwidth because we are target. We are using. We are choosing BLE to save power. Save power. Okay. So uh, say I'm a developer and I want to get started with a simple Bluetooth application. How would you suggest that I get started? Uh, so if you want to start on Bluetooth Classic. There are some cheap modules you can buy, which is called HC04, HC05, or 06, and uh, you can hook up into uh, Arduino and do a simple test. So the test means uh, there, as I uh, there is a profile called SPP, which stands for Serial Port Profile. So what it provides you is you can send some characters using your mobile phone. and uh, you c- the module will send uh, send arduino those characters in a c- in the med- uh, by using the serial communication medium so this spp act as a virtual serial port mm-hmm. so this is the very basic test or very basic experiment that you can do at your home by buying a cheap bluetooth module there are there are a lot of youtube videos that you uh, you can find on google which uh, shows each and every step how to do this practical at your home yeah i think we'll be able to link a few of those tutorials to the description as well yes for exa- for advanced users uh, there are a lot of there are bluetooth chips comes as socs soc means system on chip so the chip comes with a bluetooth radio and a microcontroller for so, uh, it can be related to uh, arduino with a bluetooth module so they have created the chip combining uh, a microcontroller and a bluetooth uh, radio and they provide their own stacks mm-hmm. those stacks are certified from bluetooth so you don't need to worry about using them the stack handles all the bluetooth version standards within it so you have only to call the stacks apis and send your data and do your work mm-hmm. so there are for example there are chips from nordic which you which named as nrf51 and nrf52 series and ti also provide bluetooth uh, supported chips like cc2541 but uh, you have to gain more experience to use these devices use these development kits and they are also expensive as well mm-hmm. so best way is to start uh, from a arduino and understand the bluetooth protocols and profiles then climb the ladder after to by use uh, the more yeah. advanced devices yeah yes. for advanced devices so yep seems uh, bluetooth has come a long way from version 1 to smart bluetooth ble <laughs> now what does the future looks like for dr hartson's little invention yeah now they have already le- released bluetooth version 5 spec and uh, it supports mesh networks so in bluetooth 5 comes with low energy feature as well so 
there are chips already support bluetooth 5 stack for example nordic nrf52 newest version is bluetooth 5 ready so now nordic's bluetooth stack is given to bluetooth organization to get the certification and get their stack approved so in recent in quick, quickly within one or one on two months they will release their stack as well now they have be alpha released release of their bluetooth 5 stack if you are advanced developer you can use it as well and see how bluetooth 5 works so this device is available in the market today can we go and purchase uh not in the local market but in digiki you can buy one and uh, mouser uh, there are platforms and uh, and another thing with bluetooth 5 is is it has a, a higher range than bluetooth 4 so in bluetooth 4 the highest transmission power is limited to 4 decibels and in bluetooth 5 you can go up to 8 decibels and they have uh, increased the data rate as well so uh, with that we've come to the end of our episode on bluetooth it has been a very uh, interesting and educating thing because uh, bluetooth is something that we use on a day to day basis but it's kind of like a black box isn't it yeah <laughs> <laughs> because uh, i mean everybody uses bluetooth but nobody i mean most of us don't really know what goes on inside and how it works so uh, thank you kasun for joining with us to uh, share your wealth of knowledge on bluetooth yeah it's a pleasure to join with you so uh, with that we've come to the end of our show uh, thank you folks for joining in we'll see you again in another episode have a nice day have a nice day folks have a nice day